welcome to the podcast. This is Mark Graben from Kinexus, and today we are doing a preview of a webinar that we're happy to be hosting on June 27th at one o'clock Eastern. The webinar, the latest in our series, is titled How to Ease the Pain of Change. And if you'd like to register for that, you can go to kinexus.com slash webinars and look for the link for this particular webinar. Uh, whether you can join us live or whether you just want to get the recording sent to you, um, we look forward to having you register for that. And joining us today is the presenter for uh, the webinar on the 27th. She is Jamie Parker. Her firm is called Process Plus Results Leadership Coaching. Jamie, how are you today? I'm great, Mark. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing the webinar and uh, for sharing um, your experiences and thoughts and, and some great tips in the webinar. Um, before we talk about you know, some of the, the, the content, can you first introduce yourself and, and your background? Yeah, absolutely. So Mark, I am on a mission to make the world of work more human. Uh, many people, uh, probably just like me, were taught things like check your emotions at the door or leave your personal life at home or it's not personal, it's just business. It's kind of like the business version of Tom Hanks in the movie A League of Their Own saying, there's no crying in baseball, right? Yeah. Um, but the reality is that business is personal. It's human. And I think that when we can make the world of work more human, that we create workplaces where we have more caring and more fulfilling opportunities for people, which can really change the world. So the way I do that is I partner with leaders and organizations to help them improve the way that leaders think and the way that leaders behave so that we can create more connection at work, which also yields greater business results as well. Yeah, and um, it's funny you mentioned the, uh, the the league of their own. I mean, what my background is engineering, and, and I think like you're saying, you know, you're told, you know, you're focusing on uh, the, the logical, the rational, um, but yeah, I think I've especially gained an appreciation for this in healthcare. I've, you know, if someone were to say, someone were to say, there's no crying in lean. I've seen happy crying. I've seen frustrated crying, and I, you're you're right. That's 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 part of who we are and what we bring to the workplace, right? Absolutely. It's about really, really garnering the full person um, mm -hmm. and not just one little component of their skill set or their logical mind, but really the full person uh, who comes to work each day. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about some of your history and uh, experience with Lean as a, a methodology? Absolutely, yeah. So I, I was first introduced to Lean uh, about seven years ago. I joined the uh, commercial printing division of a large organization, and we had just started this Lean transformation. Uh, and you know, we we believed that Lean could help our business. Bottom line, that's what we believed. We could get better results if we use this methodology. Uh, and we made all the mistakes that you hear about. We uh, were just focused heavily on tools, uh, and honestly, not even just the uh, using the tools, but hey, this is a cool tool, let's go use it, rather than what problems are we trying to solve. Uh, we were really top-down, focused on the tactics without understanding the, the leadership and the cultural components. Um, so a lot of mistakes. We still had uh, you know, early results just because you know, the tools can give you some short-term wins, but it was pretty painful. 
Uh, and we did that honestly for about two years. And at that at that point, I was tasked with pulling double duty. I was uh, officially a regional ops manager managing uh, six commercial print plants in the country uh, and then also was asked to play the role of manager of operational excellence where I was responsible for really facilitating this lean transformation across all 18 plants. And taking on that added responsibility, I quickly learned that the only way we were really going to transform and not just do uh, was that we had to focus on leadership we really need to take a step back and look at the way our leaders needed to think and behave differently in order to have this transformation to not just doing lean, but really kind of creating this culture of respect for people and continuous improvement. Uh, so I dug in and studied and you know, went to the conferences, read the books, attended webinars like these. So thank you for putting these types of, of events on um, and then practiced and adjusted along the way. And that's, you know, that investment in leaders is when things really started to take off where we were seeing that we could use the correct tools to solve problems um, but we were also changing lives and in fact the uh, most common feedback i get from the leaders I, I work with is you know that hey you know doing this work with you has made me a better husband or a better father or a better person uh, and that's really why i do this work and why i love working with organizations and leaders who are practicing lean because we kind of have some shared values that we can build from well and i'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the phrase practicing lean uh, i was going to mention and, and for the listeners here um, you know that jamie Thank you for the chapter you contributed to our anthology book, Practicing Lean, about some of these stories and um, lessons learned. Um, people can find that book uh, on Amazon, and, and proceeds are all being donated to um, the Louise H. Batts Patient Safety Foundation. Um, so thank you for um, that, that, that contribution. And kind of you know, a follow-up question I wanted to ask, I think we've you know, a lot of us have been in the situation of starting with tools and I mean, I, I think the follow-up question is, would you frame that necessarily? Uh, where do you find the difference between mistakes versus being part of a progression in, in learning or, or practice? Yeah, you know, I think that um, it's certainly learning if you uh, if you take the time to reflect and understand, you know, what's causing these results or the impact or, or whatever's happening in your organization, what's causing the uh, mistake in air quotes, um, mm -hmm. and then actually make adjustments, right? Then it's then it definitely is about progression. Um, I think it's possible to learn from others' mistakes or progressions, uh, so that you might be able to uh, head some of those off which is why you know some of your attendees are probably you know coming into these webinars that you host uh, at the same time I don't know that I would change anything because I'm not sure that we would have made the same progression and iterative, iterative process if we hadn't fallen down and skinned our knees ourselves yeah I mean yeah that's a good point and talking about learning from mistakes i think that's the key right if we're making the same mistakes over and over again or you know people sometimes say you know in the startup lean startup community and other settings that um you know we need to embrace failure and failure is just a chance to learn um, but i think that's that's the key we have to reflect or study and adjust or whatever you might call it right absolutely yeah um so that, i'm curious you know to hear a little bit about 
the title for your webinar. What, what do you mean by, or can you elaborate on this idea of the pain of change? Yeah, absolutely. You know, usually people talk about change as resistance, right? So there's resistance to change. And they ask questions, how can I get past the resistance? Or how do I deal with a long tenured employee who just wants to do it his or her way and doesn't want to change? Or how can I get people on board with air quotes? Or how can I get buy-in with air quotes, right? You know, it's, it's this idea that, you know, there's resistance to change. And I think that when we frame changed conversations in that way, we're kind of putting ourselves in a mindset of blaming the person, even if unconsciously, mm -hmm. right? Even if it's an unconscious thing, that there's something wrong with this person, this who's resisting and we need to go and fix the person. And so I really like to reframe the conversation about change leadership to talking about easing the pain of change um, because it's more of a natural reaction. So think about when you've tried to change something. Maybe you want to get up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym or you're trying to eliminate sugar for your diet or you're trying to interact kindly and openly with your mother-in-law. Right? These can be painful and in some cases they can be really painful um, and so that's not about you that's just about the process the process of change has some pain with it and so um, in fact I'd ask actually if you don't mind I'd like to ask you and your listeners to do something right now and that is to change find something on your body that you can change so maybe it's a watch or a Fitbit that you can move from one wrist to the other, or maybe moving a ring, or turning a hat around, or moving your cell phone pocket, cell phone out of your right pocket where you always keep it, over to your left pocket. And then pause and think, how does that feel? Probably feels uncomfortable, a little awkward. I had one participant in a workshop tell me, it just doesn't feel right. Right? So those are that's natural, and that is a really small change that has almost no impact. Take that feeling and multiply it to our work environments where someone is asking you to change how you work or to change the way you think about work. Right? Now that is even a heightened sense of uncomfortable or awkward or painful. Because I bet that if you haven't already changed your watch or ring or hat or cell phone back, you would by the end of the day. So that natural reaction to change back. And so I just really like to reframe this as, hey, it's not this person being a resistor that we want to want to put our mindset in. We really want to understand that this is a shared experience. And if we understand it as a shared experience and just talk about easing the pain of change, then we can lead through change in a more respectful and more productive manner. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, respectful is a key part of it. Um, motivations for change. You know, when you were uh, saying, "Okay, here, change something." Um, I moved my Fitbit over to um, the other wrist, and at least you gave me the degree of freedom to decide what to change. You know, I was at the Lean Healthcare Transformation Summit um, this past week, and uh, one of the presenters, uh, Dr. Lisa Yarian from the Cleveland Clinic, who's one of their uh, you know, primary lean champions. Um, she went through an exercise where, where she said, um, she was quite directive. She said, okay, hand your phone to the person next to you. Unlock your phone, <laughs> hand it to the person next to you. And she didn't make us do the, you know, she said, okay, we're gonna open up the phone settings 
And that was really uncomfortable because people were saying, well, there could be risk to that. I don't know why you're asking me to do this. And, you know, and, that, and that was exactly her point that the sort of, you know, sort of, you know, top down and, and maybe even well-intended directive change um, can, can be uncomfortable or counterproductive or, or lead to the quote unquote resistance. I, I agree with you. Let's not blame individuals for being resistant. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I might steal that and try that sometime. <laughs> yeah. I think Lisa would be, she would think she would be fine with that. Yeah. And there, you know, all kinds of different versions of um, an exercise like that. Um, so, you know, to kind of wrap up, can you talk about, you know, some of the other aspects that you'll, um, that you'll cover in the webinar and, and, and maybe talk about, you know, why, this was an important topic because, uh, you know, we had asked, you know, hey, Jamie, I'm sure there's a lot of things you could present about. What would you like to present about? Um, why why this topic? Yeah, absolutely. I am really excited about this webinar. Uh, you know, in this in this webinar, I'm going to share you know, one common change management teaching that is just flat out wrong and what we need to do instead. And then I'm also going to walk through my ease the pain of change model. And in that, it's really going to help you understand the psychology of change, know three things that you need to do to set a foundation for change, and also eight specific steps to follow each time you're introducing change to the team. So I think it's going to be a good mix of, hey, here's some concepts and teachings and ideas, along with some practical, what do I do? Um, so I really tried to make it something that people can walk away and not just uh, maybe learn some new ideas or think about things uh, differently, but also have something that they can do differently or try or experiment with. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And, you know, I, I really um, looked at this topic because it's probably the most common type of question I get. Um, and, you know, I know that we looked at some of your feedback from your community. It was a repeat topic mm -hmm. idea, topic request as well. So I think that there's a need for this or a hunger and ask for this. Um, and I think it's so important because the reality is all of us experience change in our business, right? So just as business as a whole, we have changing markets, we have changing customer demands, we have changing technologies. So business in its own has a lot of change, but potential, particularly for those who are practicing lean, we're asking our people to work differently, right? To do a lot of different things. And even more than that, we're asking them to think differently. And so regardless of what it is we're doing, right? If you wanna, if you're using Kata or 5S or Kanban pools or whatever, whatever it might be tactically, or you're focused on the way we think about failures or experimentation or blame the process, not the person. These are different ways of thinking. All of that involves change. So if we can develop our competencies in leading through change, then it's really foundational that will help everything else. So I think it's just a core um, you know, kind of skill and competency that can help all of us practice lean a little bit better. Well, I really appreciate that you're bringing that topic to the webinar. You know, we, we always ask people um, as part of the uh, feedback survey about the webinar, just a general question of what are some of your biggest challenges with improvement? And, um, you know, as I shared some of that feedback and those trends with you, you're right. People talk about um, resistance to change. You know, the fingers get pointed in all sorts of different um, directions. And um, I'm, I'm sure the webinar will 
give some really practical thoughts for um, and, and strategies for people to navigate their workplaces. Oh, and, and Jamie, I was going to ask too, where can people uh, find you online? You want to mention your website or other places where people can find you? Yeah, so you can learn more and sign up for articles and resources at my website, which is processplusresults.com. So we take that phrase, put it all together, processplusresults.com. Or you can find me on LinkedIn at Jamie V. Parker. That's V like Victoria, Jamie V. Parker. Again, our guest today here on the podcast has been Jamie Parker. Her webinar on June 27th is titled How to Ease the Pain of Change. Um, you can register for that at kinexus.com slash webinars. And, and maybe final question or help um, spur a final thought. Um, I noticed the title, uh, Jamie, is not How to Make the Pain Go Away Completely right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I, I don't know that that's possible. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, easing the pain uh, can actually deliver a lot of results and make things uh, better for your organization. Great. And so thanks again, Jamie. Thanks for doing the preview. And I'm looking for, forward to the webinar. Thank you. I am as well.